this is Bruno from the professional ca- podcast of professional nope. casualing. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was, was it, what am I saying? <laughs> this is Bruno from the grim podcast of Perilous Adventure. Uh, the podcast that you're about to listen to is part of the professional casual network. For more podcasts like this, please visit professionalcasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, beardeddragongames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code professionalcasual at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code professionalcasual at checkout or use the link in the show notes. Episode three, episode three. I'm pretty sure we're starting episode three, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Three yeah. is for me. I just want to make sure I could count. <laughs> we established in the uh, session zero that I'm a good read counter. So let's yeah. make sure I was a good counter as well. If you were a vampire, um, they could call you count reader. <laughs> cool. Uh, so welcome to episode three of the grim podcast of perilous adventure. We're playing Warhammer fantasy role play. We've got Carl, Bruno, Lucky, and Mina, also known as Alex, JB, Tim, and Danny. Uh, so we are rejoining with our heroes. I don't know what we want to call ourselves at this point. I feel like they're not heroes yet. The Middenheim Road 4. <laughs> Could have been five until some fucking bitch murdered my friend. <laughs> Yo, he was doing bad things and stuff. He stabbed Just think a horse. about, there could be horses in the future that we needed stabbing, and now we don't have a horse stabber. <laughs> he also had a hand in his mouth. A whole damn hand. He yeah. spit that out. <laughs> he doesn't, he's not wasteful. That's super important to Lucky. All right, so uh, last we left, um, the four had stolen a coach. So we already know that they are of a high moral caliber. Did they really steal it? They stole a coach. If they stole it, they wouldn't have offered all the patrons, which had paid for their rides, a ride. Right. True. And not everyone knew that we stole it. Right, Alex? Yeah. I mean, like y'all stole a coach. I am riding in a legitimate coach ride as far as I know. (laughs) (laughs) Just helping out. I mean, to be fair, we, we know Bruno. GB's character is also a coachman who works for the same company, the Ratchet Lines, out of Altdorf. So it's not really stealing, per se. It's just acquiring company property. From others that were using it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. All right. So you acquired company property Mm -hmm. and you are now heading towards Altdorf and you stopped because there was a weird person that was eating a corpse, spit out the hand, charged at your coach, started stabbing one of your horses. Uh, Carl threw a rock from shotgun um, and hit the thing in the arm. And then Mina leapt off the side and just done killed him. It did. It yeah. did the right thing. Lucky was very happy about this. <sighs> Those are not the words I would have used. <laughs> <laughs> and we ended last time with a strange roar. You could hear coming from around a bend in the road up ahead. You can't see what's happening, but you heard a strange sound, kind of like kind of thing. That is what it sounded like. Yeah. Well, that's terrifying. So we're just going to jump right in. We should probably find out what that roar was. Yeah. You also, a reminder, you lost a horse. Right. JB tried to just run away with the coach and it broke away in, into the woods. So you have one horse connected to the coach that has been stabbed a couple of times. One horse connected, connected that's been stabbed a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> So what do you all do? I mean, can the one horse pull the coach as it is? Or do we have to like re reattach it? First off, I kick open the door to get out of the, the cabin here. And I go check on Rolf. I was intense. It like scared me a little bit. Yeah. Like having like watching your friend get rocks thrown at him and then some bitch fucking cut him down. <laughs> uh, so you go check him out. Uh, he's dead. 
That sucks. He bled a lot, but his blood is like red mixed with like this weird green goo. Oh, right. He had like green stuff like coming out of his eyes or something. Yeah. Um, can I make like a, is there a, like a check of some form? I could, I could, you know, maybe see what was bothering my buddy. Well, what's the skill that you have that you would want to use for that? Evaluate. No. <laughs> Good try, but no. Uh, I don't know. What are you trying to determine? To determine? I don't know what that green stuff is. Which obviously was planted on him. <laughs> you have any skills that you think would be appropriate? Animal care. <laughs> <laughs> the hesitation in that. There's not like a medicine roll, so... What else? Uh, yeah, it's advanced skills, so you don't. Oh, that. gotcha. Well, yeah, shit. Out of the basic skills, like maybe you could make an argument for outdoor survival to see if this is a natural wound or not. Oh, yeah. Do you have that outdoor survival? Yeah, doesn't everybody? Well, I mean, it's basic, so it's true. Basic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I rolled the stat exactly. Is that that is a success? That All right, we did it. Uh, I mean, mo- any animals that you've seen have just red blood. So mm. This green stuff makes in it seems very strange. He was obviously sick and needed help. Is that what, you know, soldiers do? Is that why you're not working for a soldier company anymore? Because you just fucking kill sick people? Lucky, I I am sorry, but he is. He if is only someone had been right. calling out, stop, that's my friend Rolf. <laughs> he was killing horse after other horse ran away. We have to go where carriage goes. That horse came at him. Is not true. I mean, he was eating other man who is dead. All right. Well, that <sighs> very damning, very damning that, on your friend Rolf. That part, that part's not good. Well, um, make a uh, Laura Reichlin check, but give yourself plus ten. Um, I, I pass with one degree of success. All right. So you're. I mean, you might not want to admit this, but you, you're pretty certain this guy was a mutant. It happens to the best people I know. <laughs> yeah, like Lucky should get way more than a plus 10 to determine if someone is a mutant. Like every third person in his life is a mutant. Was. But yeah, well, fuck. Lucky is overcome with a large helping of somberness. This sucks. Lucky. This happens to so many people that I love. <laughs> Lucky, if it is any consolation, surely he would have gotten sick eating the hand and died anyway. (laughs) (laughs) That is good point. You, stick man, Lucky, you come, we look at other dead man. Can, no, let's, I mean, can we bury him or something at least? Um, From inside the cart, you hear people starting to get like what's going on out there why are we moving we need to get to move on it's going to be dark before we get the the next in at this rate i mean i don't know if we'd want to just plug right ahead obviously the karma that's coming for mina is down the road screaming at us we need to move dead body out of road these are good paying customers for our for our caravan i mean can we can we not just take a moment to appreciate a human life and and bury him on the side of the road or he is no longer human. Wow. He is mutant. Wow. All right. You round, terrible coachman. You, <laughs> <laughs> you calm the passengers. All right. Attach horse. Where's the other horse? Gone. Mm. It went into the woods. It's going to be hard to attach the horse if it's gone. Yeah. The other horse. Oh, no, that horse is still attached. There's one horse still attached that was stabbed a few and times. Bleeding. It's bleeding a bit. Yeah, it's right. not happy, obviously. But the other one broke away and ran into the woods. All right. I, I will think go, we need both horses. I will go find other horse. Yeah. Carl, could you help yeah. me dig a shallow grave for my friend? You should burn him. Absolutely. Oh, that's not an awful You have idea candles. Either. Uh, Philippe steps out of the <laughs> Philippe steps out, steps out of the the coach and he looks at you all and he's like, "We need to get moving. This is a dangerous place. We can't. We got one horse. Where do you think here. we're going? Back in the coach, sir. You paid for a seat. Back in your seat. I paid for a seat for a coach. And take you me have to a... the next coaching inn. We cannot do that if we do not move. 
Lucky's going to be setting up his candles on his dead friend's corpse. He's going to move <laughs> over and make like a nice little shrine. And then he's going to light six of his 11 candles wow. and put them around him. That's considerable. I mean, he was a considerable friend until someone struck him the fuck down. <laughs> Why don't we put him on top of the coach? We'll bury him at the next station. We could bring him to my dad. That's a great idea. Oh, yeah. That's a terrible idea. Carl, can you help me put him on the roof? Well, for the love Absolutely. of Ulrich. Oh, I was already in the process of uh, picking him up and getting him on top of the coach. All right. Does no one care about other dead body in middle of road? Do you want to go check it out? Yes. Okay. Yeah. The dead man, how? All right. So you walk over to the other body while um, Carl puts the, the body of Rolf on top of the caravan, the coach. And it, it's a dude laying in the road. Quite dead. His arm, you know, part of it's been severed off. Are you going to like search the body? Kind yeah. Of thing? Uh, you notice pretty quickly he's wearing a sleeved male shirt. Oh. But apparently did not help him mm. enough in this case. That's too bad. Does he have anything else good? Did Rolf have anything on his person? Uh, he had a dagger. That's my dagger now. Okay. So you have two daggers now. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure everybody started with a dagger. This is a very special dagger. That belonged to Rolf. To Rolf. I kind of want that male shirt. You can take it off him if I'm you want. I'm going to take it. All right. And then I'm going to drag him off the fucking middle of the road. Oh, you do note as you're taking off the sleeved chain shirt, you have to take off his jacket as well. And mm-hmm. on the jacket, there's an insignia. Oh, um, Please tell me it's Four Seasons. It's not the same <laughs> as what Bruno wears. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to take you would the probably, jacket. You would assume it's Four Seasons because you can see like a uh, snowflake. And a leaf, okay. things like that. Like a, it's a, like the shield. It's like a crest split into four parts. Clearly represents the four different seasons. Okay. You've heard them talk about the four seasons coach line. So can I take my dagger and cut the insignia out of the jacket sure. to take it back to show to Bruno? Because he would definitely know. Yeah. Right. All um, right. So while you're doing this, will take you a moment. Okay. What is Bruno doing? Well, so they're put Lucky and Carl putting the body on top of the coach. Mina went off. She's just you see her like yanking stuff off this corpse and then she takes a dagger to it and you're not quite sure what she's doing because she's kind of far away and it's really we talked about it was really foggy mm. she's like at the edge of the fog from where you are so what are you doing um not getting out of the coach driver's seat that's for sure um i'm quite scared of the uh the roar that we heard um as we were uh broke for last session um that's still in the forefront of my mind oh and i'm also telling the passengers to be quiet back there because they're just going to continue arguing with Philippe. So yeah. he's, he's getting a bit heated now. He's insistent. He's like, we need to go. He's like, one co- one horse can pull us. Not very fast, but it will work. Or you can get the other horse. And I doubt it went very far. Using my va- uh, vast knowledge about coaching. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's, uh, what's the benefit of having two horses over one? You're going to go twice as faster. <laughs> you might exhaust the horse before you get there. If it's pulling right. it by itself, it's going to have a real hard time starting. You might need somebody to push the coach to get it started. Wounded. And so. if it is wounded and bleeding, that could certainly be bad because that yeah. could attract things might smell the blood. We really need that second horse. I'll find the horse. We should all find the horse. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it was everybody's fault that the horse is gone, right? Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> Right, because we all hooked up the horse improperly. <laughs> you guys hired a terrible coachman. You really are bad at this. <laughs> so bad. If anybody makes it the outdoor for life, I'll be shocked. Sorry, right. you know, maybe you just right. haven't hit your um your career groove yet. I'm saying maybe next time we hire four seasons. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So so Carl gets the body of Rolf on top of the coach. Everybody inside is arguing against this because they're afraid that like blood is going to seep through. But I assume Carl just does it anyway. We'll light the candle inside the coach. It'll smell much better. <laughs> Lucky's only got like eight left. Well, I didn't know. I didn't take those out because we're putting them up up there. So oh, okay. I saved my candles. So Mina gets the sh- the chain shirt off. Yes. Sleeve chain shirt. Are you, Do you want to put it on now or are you going to? I think I'm going to wait. 
Okay. Because I think that getting the horse is a more pressing matter and I can put the shirt on when I'm riding on top of the, oh fuck, I've got to ride on top of the coach with a goddamn dead body. And they were doing that while you like <laughs> went over there. You might not even know they did this while you're, it oh my took you a couple gosh. minutes to get that chain shirt off. <sighs> a dead mutant body, no less. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> All right. Well, all the mutants in my experience have been lynched to death. So <laughs> this one was only killed by two people. Is that a lynching? All right. So once I get that uh, insignia cut off his jacket, I'm going to go and try to find the horse. You said it didn't go far. Uh, Philippe suggested that he didn't think it would have gone far. OK, because I totally believe him. So make an outdoor survival check. Oh, God damn. Make it. Um. I don't know. Nice. Plus 10. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) You rolled a 69. Of course you did. Uh, Uh, So you see there's a pretty clear trail right at the beginning um, mm -hmm. where the the horse entered the woods, but not really sure where it went from there. The woods here are notoriously thick. Okay. Trees are very close together. Lots of dense foliage. Um, So you you walk in a few feet and you're like, shit, I don't know which way. Yeah, I'm not going to risk getting lost. It's not worth it. Die a different way out here with all these idiots. <laughs> if uh, if you need a horse whisper, I think I could trundle off the uh, <laughs> top of the cart. You gonna go help her out? Yeah. All right. So make your own outdoor survival check plus ten. All right. Yeah. Um. I probably get lost in the woods. Uh. Going towards her. Uh, maybe Before you get go- off the road, you get lost in the woods. Yeah. I <laughs> going off the roll? other side. Uh. Ninety. You are the worst roller, the worst coachman, the worst roller. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Either you want to use a corruption or gain a corruption point to re-roll that. Or Mina, if you Uh, have any fortune. Do it. Become like Rolf. (laughs) I do have two fortune points left. Is Carl going to help out? Carl. Yeah, Carl can come help, too. Um, But so after loading up the body, Carl's going to come out and uh, explain friends let's find this horse and instead of doing a outdoor survival check i'd like to do a call for the horse with a charm animal attempt interesting okay okay so let's hear this uh horse charm uh so i'm gonna just call out (gasps) (laughs) oh i thought that was it It was even better All right, I'm going to make that. that, um, That was amazing. I'll give you plus 20 because I gave them plus 10. I'll give you an extra 10. He really put his soul into that. For giving us that horse call. Yeah, so I had one degree of success with my uh, horse call. Nice. All right, so you make that noise and you hear it kind of (laughs) repeated-ish. A little ways off in the woods so uh, you can narrow down where to go to get this horse. Dan, to be clear, I was going to make that noise no matter what. <laughs> Whether or not that was going to get us to the horse is another question. I just feel bad that I interrupted it now because you started with just a <laughs> and I thought that was it. You could cut it. Yeah, it was great. Oh, it's so good. Uh, so, yeah, you can find your way to the horse pretty easily. Is the horse going to mount him now? <laughs> I don't know. Is that the, is that what you were saying to the horse? Only the uh, horse you know, I don't speak horse, but uh, like I don't feel like that would be one oh one level horse communication. <laughs> it kind of sounds like you do speak horse. Are you a mutant? Is that your power? That's the equivalent of the bird, the you want some fuck. <laughs> uh, so who's gonna grant who's gonna try to lead the horse back to the cart? Of course I will, because I'm the coachman, and that's uh, my job. All right. So you have ranks in animal care, right? I think we determined you did last time. Uh, yeah. I think all humans do because I also have animal care. It's a, no, it's a, have, it's a human yeah. species skill, but you don't right. necessarily have like, ranks in gotcha. it. I, yeah. I did I not put it. ranks in it. No. Oh yeah. Cause I mean, again, you can still try. I am the best at my job. All right. Let's, let's see it. 87. Do you want to, uh, that's, uh, the dark that's five. <laughs> 
degrees of failure Good right there. Lord, could you he punches the horse right in the dick. You check its mouth again and it tries to bite you again. Do you oh do you want to gain a corruption point to reroll it? No. No, I don't. It's not worth it to you because you're going to roll 80 it. something anyway. Yeah. I'll try. Can I try? Yeah, the horse is clearly like it, it scampers off like 10 yards. Okay. So you can follow it easy. Fuck me. Nope. <laughs> that's what she says to the horse too. We <laughs> <laughs> got a ninety-seven. <laughs> that's an auto fail. Yeah. Do you want a fortune point or gain a corrupt? I will point? fortune point it because okay. that's pretty terrible. So now that they're both punching this horse, <laughs> uh, do they count as flanking at least? Well, she's re-rolling it, so she doesn't necessarily punch it. What's animal care based on? Fellowship, I think. Oh hell yeah! I got it. Intelligence? intelligence? I guess that makes sense. Caring yeah. for the animal. Fellowship and intelligence are the same for me, so I got it. Oh, charm animals fellowship, right? Yeah. So charm I got a 43. Will, uh, willpower. Power. What the hell? You're all over the place. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't. Sorry, what? I got it with a 43. How many degrees of success? Zero. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so you were able to get up to the horse. Um, it and calms. not punch it. You can like pet its muzzle or something and you can lead it back to the coach. I was like clenching my fist the whole time, but it didn't punch it. Nice. I'm glad you didn't punch it. Yeah. So now we have the fun part. Bruno. Yeah. Make us a drive check to hook that horse back up. Oh, yeah. Easy. It is easy. I'll give you. Or, uh, yeah. Average plus 20. Average plus 20. And that's a drive check. And my drive is a 37. I rolled a sweet 65. Oh my God, even with plus 20. So, so that's one degree of failure. Um, so Mina and Carl, since you guys are right there, I want you to make uh, mm-hmm. e- uh, you only get easy plus 40 perception check. Okay. Uh, all the while, while Made it. hooking right. this horse up, I'm like, with yeah, this one degree. This piece goes there, right? Uh, goes around up. Oh, I'll just, I'm going to, I'm going to tie this one. I'm going to tie this one. <laughs> Carl, did you? Make it. Uh, I've got, I got two degrees of failure, so I think I see a horse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as, so yeah, Carl's no help here. But as Bruno's d- doing this, Mina's like, no, that's not right. Well, I'm I'm teaching Carl how to you tie are, up a horse correctly. You are so, so wrong. Is buckle not not is buckle? You buckle it. Oh yes. So Mina, make a drive okay. check to All try right. to fix this. No. I, I made it a average plus 24 oh, Bruno. So it'd be the same for you. Sorry. Then yes. With two degrees. Okay. So what, how does, how do you take over this for him? So or tell I mean, him what to do. I will, I will deal with you as I deal with every man in my family. Move out of the way, stupid man. I do this myself and I like hip check him out of the way and I'm significantly taller than him. And you're like way stronger too. Aren't you? Probably. I have a 38 for strength. No. Wait. No? Yes. <laughs> Do you have any good stance? No. <laughs> we were supposed to make competent characters here? I mean, not supposed to, but it helps a little bit. Oh. You can pass any check. <laughs> Got endurance. All right. So she hooks That's up what the really horse. Matters with because the ladies. at Lake Town, you've done this. Yeah. Or whatever. At Lake Town, we hook boats to boats and boats to other boats is no different. Just hairy boat. Horses, so, hairy boat. It was last episode. Alex said the cart was like a land boat, and now you have a hairy boat talking about a horse. Mm. So the horses are both hooked up now. You move the bodies out. Well, one's on top of the coach. You move the other body out of the way. Yeah, yeah. There oh. was that weird noise you heard earlier, probably ten minutes ago. Hang right on. Now. Wait, is not important. <laughs> you bad driver. Yeah. This. Oh, this. What is this? Oh, Can this I- is a Four Seasons badge. Where'd you pick that off of? Uh, dead man was on his jacket. The dead man was a four seasons driver? Yes. Good Rolf man. was just getting back at the dude who ran me over. <laughs> he was just helping a brother out. Make an intelli- uh, intelligence check there, Lucky. Three degrees of failure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Never mind. <laughs> Good riddance. These four seasons try to run you off the road. I mean, I it's- agree. Wait, no. Four Seasons was leaving last place as we got to place. Right. And they right? can very injured uh, Lucky here. So at some point between here and here, there and here, man was attacked. Very dead. Very dead. Not just now dead, 
very dead. Well, hopefully that doesn't happen to us. Yeah, I don't see what you're getting at. We should probably get going. <laughs> okay, let's ride towards growling monster noise. Are you getting back in the coach and mosey on in the coach? Well, no, she rides on top. True, you gotta get on top. Oh, so you climb up top and you see the dead body. Mm. All strapped down. I'm gonna throw it off as we're going. <laughs> you better fucking not. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. So the, the coach starts rumbling around. You guys get back in your spots. The coach starts rumbling along and you just are a little, which, where do you, over the, off the back, one of the sides? Probably off the back. So it's less noticeable because I feel like if it came off the side, somebody might notice. All right, lucky make a difficult, which is minus 10 perception check. This nah, I fail real bad. All right, so you don't notice. No, nope. he just she keeps counting lucky. his candles. <laughs> <laughs> One. Did two. you did you save his candles or did you? Weren't oh, there yeah. some on the body? No, I took them off because we put them up on the roof. Oh, okay, that makes yeah. sense. Never mind. Obviously, you just couldn't handle you know looking your decisions at you in the face. <laughs> Are you gonna put the chain shirt on now? Yes. While you're up top. Yes. Okay. All right. So the coach trundles ahead past the body of the four season coachman that was mutilated by the mutant and then stripped by the soldier. <laughs> you guys head around the corner and you hear, Oh, motherfucker. Hmm. So those of you outside the coach, in. not too far ahead of you again, kind of at the edge of the fog, a little beyond you see not good stuff. You see a coach turned over bunch of dead bodies. You see, a number of strange looking individuals. The one that shouted halt has a crossbow leveled at Bruno, the driver. But even in the current weather, mm -hmm. you can see this individual is covered in green scales. Super duper. You see Humans. another hacking away at one of the horses of the, uh, the, up, the turned over coach with an axe who has a strange like bone protrusion out of the top of his head. So it looks like his head comes to a bony point. There are two others that are looting bodies. One has the head of a dog. Another one has a weird tiny head. Hmm. Pinhead. All right. It doesn't have the mutation pinhead. Yeah. <laughs> and there is a fourth uh, just kind of milling about with who has cloven hooves for feet. Carl turns to Bruno to say, I do not think these are guardsmen working on the road. And I do not think they're here for a ride. Oh, boy. Uh, Let's go. Yeah, Bruno's going to pull out that boat hook. And. Uh, no, you're I'm Bruno. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Carl's pulling it out. All right. Edit that out. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. Keep that in. God. Is, is the road blocked in any way? Uh, the cart is ta the cart that's overturned is blocking probably half the road, but it's the, this road is 20 feet wide. So, yeah, it's blocked by a gentleman with a crossbow pointed at my chest. I mean, I think that we've seen that most coaches don't stop for people in the road. <laughs> Yeah, so people inside the coach are, are kind of like getting upset again around Lucky saying, why have we stopped again? What's happening? And Philippe is like, I'll check it out. And he opens the co the door and steps out of the coach. Dummy, leave him. <laughs> Back in the coach, oh, good sir. God damn. All right. Um, the mutant with the green scales and the crossbow says, I'm not going to say it again. I mean, we're not. Moving. I mean, obviously we, we're talking. Oh, did you, you stop? So I guess I should have yeah, asked. I, I, yeah, I would have to uh, stop. I mean, I'm a large target. I don't want to get shot. Uh, he kind of so he kind of uh, like does a whistle like and the other mutants stop what they're doing and look over and start to walk over towards who you presume and is their leader. And he says, get out of the get everybody out of the coach. Line up. Stomp on the the uh, floorboards and uh, yell back to the passengers. Be like, hey, we've got some unwanted company up here we're encountering some turbulence uh so yeah philippe at the door of the coach kind of looks back in and looks at everybody and says stay here and he walks forward he kind of like adjusts his jacket a little bit any of you intervene at this point or no i let this play out <laughs> <laughs> i'm assuming lucky's carl staying in the coach yeah. Oh, yeah, carl does yeah. have his boat He's hook out boat hook. Um, got my whip. 
Hey, did you guys know my buddy Rolf? <laughs> um, yeah, the guy with the scales says, why, what happened to him? Well, he was back there on the road by himself. Did you guys leave him behind? He was busy. Did you abandon my friend? Wait, how do you know his name? Well, What's we're happening? Bu- we're buddies. So while you're, t- are you like stick your head out the window talking yeah. to him or just yelling? All right. So he sees just you. Yelling. Yeah. Um, so as you guys, as you're talking to him, Philippe, uh, walks closer. I think I'm going to hop off the top of the carriage. Okay. Like climb down. I'm not going to like do anything acrobatic or really impressive right now. I've got to save that for the more theatrical times, but right. you know, I'm just going to climb down. I've got my sword out. Obviously I'm going to walk up so that I'm like level with uh, Carl and Bruno. Are you on the same side of the coach as Philippe or did you jump off the other side? Hmm. I'm going to say probably the other side. Okay. So while you're doing this, the other four mutants have kind of lined up with their leader and they all have kind of mismatched weapons. One has a spear, one has a sword, one had an axe that was chopping the horses apart, things like that. Um, So the leader says, I see a few of you. Everybody else get out, especially you that knows Rolf. Where is he? Well, he's up on top of the roof. Some fucking bitch killed him. That wasn't Rolf that came off the top. Well, yeah, no, his, well, his body's up there. Are you getting out of the coach while you're saying yeah. this? Okay. No one else in the coach moves. Just so you are yeah. aware. Oh. I think there are four other people in the coach. Lady is older, her too, and uh, Ernst, they stay in the coach. Yeah. Uh, you, as you leave, you, uh, Lucky, you can tell that they are clearly terrified. I don't understand why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me and Ernst just got pinched a ways back. And then, uh, you know, we tried to escape one night, and fortunately, I was the only one who got out. So the... The scaled mutant looks confused and he's like, Rolf never told us his story. Where is he now? He's up on the roof. I don't see anybody on the roof. I see luggage. Well, he's with the luggage. He points the the crossbow at Mina after she jumped off and he says, was anybody up there with you? No, I dumped his body off. His what? His body. Yes. You killed Rolf. I kill him. All right. He's going to pull the trigger on that crossbow at you. All right. So let's hope that he misses. Then we're going to do initiative. Or hit me in the body, baby. Yeah, right. After all the armor you got now. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, he hits you with three degrees of success. I rolled a 32. So that's the left arm, which I now have two points of armor good on. Good thing you put that armor on. He does hit you for nine damage. Okay, so... How do I do this now? Uh, so nine minus your armor. You said it was two and uh-huh. then minus your toughness bonus as well, which is three. So I take so four. Five. So I subtract five. So I take four points of damage. Correct. Okay. And there's a crossbow bolt, crossbow bolt in your arm. And we're going to go to initiative. Fight music. We roll just one and add it. No, to- we're just going to go with the basic rules here. Just what is your initiative stat? Is anybody higher than 35? Yes. I'm a 45. For initiative? Just mm-hmm. the I, not Just the I-N-T. I. Oh. Yeah, 37. Sorry. Okay. I got confused too when higher. I was rolling up my character. Yeah. And I was like, I'm real dumb. And he's like, that's initiative. And I was like, I'm slow. Well, both of them start with <laughs> I-N-T. It's really confusing. <laughs> it is a little bit. I feel that's like there's another way to I. distinguish them. All right. So. um should have called intelligence smarts. <laughs> something different. <laughs> So just before he pulls that trigger, what does Lucky do? Anything? Like, you don't know he's going to pull the trigger, but. Well, he's just a fine fellow on the side of the road. I talk to these people all the time. Uh, No, I probably wouldn't. Unless there was some way for me to tell that, you know, he was going to shoot her. You don't have the sixth sense talent, do you? I don't. I don't think so. I don't think anybody. I have six toes, but not six senses. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we'll say your turn is walking up to be. Are you going to be next to Philippe or Mina? Probably Mina. I don't really want to be near Philippe. Well, at this point, I don't want to be near Mina either. <laughs> kind of mm. mad at her. Yeah. That's oh, fine. She just, okay, so you walk up next to her, and then a crossbow bolt is suddenly sticking out of her arm. Well, hey, shit, dude, we're all friendly here. <laughs> all right, uh, after 35, so Carl's up. You got your boat hook out. I will not stand for these men harming my acquaintances. <laughs> and I'm going to swing at the guy with the crossbow. Ever the gentleman. All right, so you can make a move and an action here. So you can move to get off the coach and you're going to uh, move up to the leader and yeah. swing at him. Yes. All right. So uh, we're going to make an opposed 
attack here, you can use your uh, your unopposed melee. Rolled a 71. Yeah. Things are not going to work out. Uh, no, because I rolled a two. <laughs> so he cracks you <laughs> with the crossbow as like an improvised weapon dealing. Oh, man, that's a lot of degrees of success. Eight damage to the 20 since I rolled a two. Oof. Ooh, right in the 20. I hate getting uh, hit in the 20. Which is the left yeah. arm again. He hates people's left arms, apparently. <laughs> well, that's fine. So you said it was uh, eight damage? Yes. Okay, so reduce that by four with toughness. Sweet okay. toughness. You swung that boat hook at him, you overextended, and he kind of used some advantage there. He gains now because he got a hit and hits you in the arm with the butt of the crossbow, but really hard. Hurts a lot. I think Bruno's up mm-hmm. now. I will take my whip, and that is going to be a ranged attack. So I'm going to use that uh, against... Is he close enough to me to uh, whip in the head? What's the range of your whip? The range of the whip is going to be six. Range six yards, I believe. Oh, yeah, six yards. Yeah, that's like 30 feet, so that's yeah. fine. All right. So oh, That's not right. No. 18 feet. Yeah, he'd be that feet. close. Yes. All right. So, that's so a long ass whip. whip. I don't know. I, right. did, I did five feet per yard into my head for some reason. Uh, so... I, I whip more to scare than to uh, actual effect. How many degrees uh, of failure? That's going to be a uh, 98 is... Oh, 98. <laughs> he just throws the, the whole hell? coiled whip at him. That's going to be five degrees of failure. <laughs> Why is it that your tens die will not roll below an eight? I don't know. Oh, no, you did roll 60 something earlier, but still. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You miss horribly. All right. Do you want to move at all? From on top of the carriage? Gosh, I'm assuming no. not, but I no. want to give you the option. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mina, what is your initiative? 29. Okay, so the other mutants are going to go before you, unfortunately. Bring it on. So the pit-handed mutant has just like a nasty, I mean, you could call it a sword. Disposition. That as well. Mm, yeah. He's got um, a real bad attitude. He's going to step up <laughs> and try to swing at Carl. So we're going to make another opposed melee check here. Uh, let's see if you can kind of redeem yourself after that display. All right. Got a 21. Woohoo! Nice. Because I got two degrees of failure. All right. So. Oh, did you hit him in the head? No. Oh, they changed. Yeah, the one that around. So that's a 12 left arm. Man, we hate left arms in this combat. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I mean, it's like fitting revenge. So how uh, much damage? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's two degrees of success for me. So plus two damage or hold on. I got the weapon damage also. So that's strength minus. So that's eight plus my degrees of success. Woof. Yeah. So 10. Fuck him up. Uh, yeah. So describe how you murder this person that was trying to kill you. All right, so Carl is swinging the boat hook, which is a tool of grabbing. So I do a heavy overhead swing, grabbing him right on his left shoulder and tug with all of my might, dislodging the arm from his body and dealing a mortal wound. Wow, that's pretty brutal. So you you yank on him and he just collapses to the ground. At this point, you're close enough. You realize that none of these guys are unscathed. They already have bruises and cuts and things like that, which you'd assume would be from taking the other coach down. They're not all hale and healthy. But you did kill the weird guy with a giant cone head. (laughs) Uh, All right. On his turn, even makes it even better. And Carl, you gain one advantage. So you're going to be having plus 10 to any of your checks during this time. So we got a couple more mutants that are going to go. We're going to have the dog face one is going to sense, uh, you know, kind of scent the blood on Mina and run up to her. He's got like a two handed sword. He's going to swing at you. So we're going to make an opposed melee check. Now, do I go against my melee basic? Yes. Okay. It's five degrees of failure. Do you want to use a fortune point? <sighs> yeah, because I didn't use it that one time. So I still have one. Man, so the, after this, I'll have zero. Okay. The burden of killing my friend is obviously weighing heavy <laughs> on your soul. No, it is the, the bolt in my arm is throwing off my balance. Oh, karma's weird. Made it. One degree of success. All right. So I got 
two degrees of success. So you're going to take nine damage. I rolled a 16, so 61. That's my body. Hey, you don't care too much about getting hit the body. So four, seven, so that's two that I take. Not bad at all. Yeah. All right, he gains one advantage. I said that was the dog face. Yeah. Next up is going to be the one with the weird animalistic legs, and he's got kind of a spear. He's going to jump up with his weird goat legs and stab at Lucky. What the fuck? <laughs> so an opposed melee basic check. Shit. Yeah, all right. Two degrees of success. Nice. I got one degree of success. So what does I, that mean? Maybe you still had. Did you still have that dagger? Yeah, sure did. Uh, that was Rolf's Rolf's dagger. Um, so as he stabs you with the spear, apparently you stepped out of the way. And where do you stab him? What'd you roll? A 19. So 91. 91. That's the right leg. We'll get these down better as we get more combats in. Uh, yeah, so you got two degrees of success. How much damage do you deal to his right leg? Five. Okay. Right. If my strength is 31 plus two. And then plus the your number of success. success levels on the, the roll. Oh, so seven. Seven, which is going to be enough to take him out, actually. You stab him in the leg and it just arterial spray of blood from his femoral artery just covers you and Mina in mutant blood. And he goes down wailing like, oh, my leg. That was the reaction, too. As he, as he tried to show us, like, ah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You barely dodge out of the way and you slash this guy's leg and you gain one advantage as well. Sweet. So I'd recommend maybe using a different color die next to your stuff to show that you have one advantage. Okay. And the last one God damn it. is going to go on the other side of the coach and go after Philippe. Uh, we can just leave those two to settle their score, <laughs> you know, whatever they're talking about. And then can I have a seat? I like that you guys are uh, debating over his seat and not over his gun. <laughs> oh, yeah. He does have a pistol. He, he was going to shoot the guy, but then Lucky made him mad. Thanks a lot, Lucky. I was just trying to talk to my friend's friends. It shouldn't have been an issue. All right. So, the also, last you one. dumped the body. <laughs> <laughs> was too heavy so pinhead tiny head swings his axe at philippe we'll see oh that's a really good roll not so good so philippe tries to parry with something that wasn't the sword on his hip um but you most of you are on the other side of the horses and don't see he gets hit with the axe for a bunch of damage so philippe tries to parry the axe swing doesn't work he just kind of the axe swings right through what he was trying to parry with digs deep into Philippe's shoulder and he does not look good. He's not dead, but he is severely wounded. Uh, but now it is Philippe's turn. And what he had, you realize as you hear a pound, it was a pistol and he shoots at the pinhead guy while the ax is still embedded in his shoulder. And luckily for Philippe, he hits because he's pretty good at this actually. All right. So he does it. Um, so he, you hear them pull the trigger and a loud crack of a bang and the pinhead's tiny head just kind of explodes. Hell yeah. And Philippe Ooh. kind of falls to a knee and he wrenches the axe out of his shoulder and he's like, oh, next up is Mina. All right. Uh, I'll take my sword and I'll, you know, fight the dog faced mutant. All right. He's going to swing at you again. Fuck me. God damn it. I got three degrees of failure, so you might. Still I also be okay. got three degrees of failure. Oof! So I'm pretty sure that I think that's just a wash. Yeah. Yeah. Or do we roll it again? I mean, you could Not. roll it again if you want to <laughs> beseech the dark gods and try for better. Nah. <laughs> Not. Why is yeah. everyone so scared of that? <laughs> right. <laughs> Only one corruption point. What's what could happen? <laughs> My mom what would do it when she burned toast. So next up is the lead to the scaled leader again. He's mm -hmm. going to reload his crossbow, takes an extended range test. He needs to get at least one degree of success for that, which he manages to, but it's going to be his whole turn. So we're too lucky, I believe, was next. Can I ask what um, what are the trappings of like casting spells? It's like a whole bunch of hub blue around it. So it's really obvious if someone's doing it. You got to speak. Because you have to make a speak language magic test. Yeah. And then you have to typically there's kind of like a somatic part to it where you got to move your body, move your hands. If it's like a, Doctor Strange. If it's a touch spell. Can, can it be? I believe you have to be touching them then. Right. 
Just saying, is it is it super <laughs> obvious? Can I try to hide it a little bit or no? Well, that'll depend on how many success levels you get. Okay. And my advantage goes towards those as well? Towards that test? I want to say why not. I'll have right. to look that up later, but pretty yeah. sure All right, I'm gonna say you can. I'm gonna try to drain that dude. Which one? Uh Dog face? Dog face. right next to you? Yeah. Okay. We got our first spell cast. Um, that's uh five degrees of success. Wow. Okay. Um you just go in for a So hug. what does this spell do? So it kind of works like dart, but I touch them and then I drain them, and if I do damage, I heal myself. That's great for a petty spell. Yeah, it's fucking rad. Wow. Okay. So <laughs> so do I does it just happen? You just do how does the damage? I work? don't know. <laughs> It's instantaneous, it ignores armor, and it works like dart, and if it's successful, I heal one wound. It's called D-Rain. Okay, so it's, it says damage plus zero, so yeah. it's just going to be, it'll be five, because that's what you had for, ignores armor. Okay, so you're going to deal two damage to him. Okay. you have five success levels, and I have toughness bonus of three, mm-hmm. and you heal a wound back. Sweet. And that's enough to kill him. I knew it. Dang. So luck, or sorry, you're lucky. Mina, mm-hmm. right next to this, make yeah. a perception check. Shit. Yeah. What'd you roll? I got a degree? Tw- like nothing. I got a 27. Perception is 29. All right. So I would say that's, you don't know that he cast a spell at this point. Mm-hmm. You know something. He just touched the dog thing and it died. But so there's also the like, swirl of combat in melee. He did just have a knife. Right. Maybe, maybe he like pushed him. him really hard. Yeah. And he fell down and died. So you might, you might be a little suspicious, but you, you probably wouldn't think magic also half my wounds are gone so i'm just like many thanks to you tall friend exactly it might have been on the other side of the the big wolf or yeah. dog headed care. mutant so like you might not care at all right but, yeah so you, you might be a little suspicious but i'm not gonna say like yeah you know he cast a spell yeah so cool. lucky you got one so you got one by everybody i did it uh, i believe bruno's next no i believe that. oh no carl's before no. bruno's yeah. before me yeah so Do the I- only one left is the guy yeah. with the crossbow that clobbered Carl last time. You're going to try again with your boat hook? Do I get another advantage? Yes. Sweet. Absolutely. Yeah, this is the dude who started it all. We're going to have to take another swing. Going full circle. All right. I know, Carl, you have an advantage now from killing the other mutant, but so does my guy. His name is Nud. Well, I have five degrees of success. Oh, good. That's easy math because I got a lot of degrees of failure. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, So where do you hit him? It's going into the right leg. Cool. Um, oh, so right in the leg. Oh. that'll be for 13 damage. Wow. Okay. That hurts a lot. Uh, but he's not dead yet. He was not oh. hurt before this fight started. You can kind of assume that he stood back and fired with his crossbow. Uh, but that does make him lose the one advantage he had because you hit him. And I get another advantage. Yes, you do. So you can see how advantage can build up and makes you more effective in combat. But if you get hit, you're going to lose it. Uh, is the most common way to lose advantage. A couple of things that could happen, but at this point, there's only one guy left anyway. You guys killed him too fast to give him a chance to run. So we're up to that was well, you're 33. So Bruno's 32, right? Uh, 31. But yes, could I? The whip has the entangling quality. Okay. Could I entangle the crossbow in his hands? Would that Oof. be a called shot? Yeah, for sure. All right. So that's going to be a negative 20 on the check. Are you going to try something with any negatives? I'm sure I'm going to make this, though. (laughs) I like your positivity. Really, it's infectious. I hope it pans out. Uh, Easy enough, right? Um, With a 21, I get it exactly. Nice. I'm going to have you make an an opposed strength test to try to rip it out of his hands. All right. Uh, strength at a 35 and I've got a 76. So that's going to be, um, four degrees of failure on my part. I rolled a one. Good for you. So you, you entangle it and you pull your whip back, but he just like turns his shoulders the other way and he's like, no. So it's still on the crossbow, but you didn't rip it out of his hands. Oh, did he, did he rip my whip out of my hands? I only got. Three degrees of success. And I've got four degrees of failure. So, yeah, he does. Okay. <laughs> so, it's tangled around it, but it's, it's not really tight anymore. Here's the thing. In that one action of getting your whip on his crossbow, you've done 100% better than you have 
all session. So really, I count this as a win. That is a win. I think that it's the first win. test you've passed since uh, your drive test to leave the inn. The second drive test, but yes. <laughs> you did have to re-roll that one. I did. Uh, so that was 31. Who's next? I'm 29. Oh, uh, Philippe. Oh, yeah, don't forget about Philippe. Philippe is up next. He's going to just kind of lean against the cart, bleeding profusely, and try to reload his pistol, which he does successfully, barely. But that's going to be his turn while he's, his face is turning more and more pale. So up next is Mina. There's one I'm, left. I'm going to try for it. Gonna try and attack him with my S word. Alright, so you gonna move up and try to attack him with his yeah. S word? I feel like I should get some kind of bonus because he's very distracted with the whip on his crossbow. I'd say you're probably far enough away that you can you can charge. Hell That'll yeah. be your whole turn. Is that and plus you can 20? gain advantage? So plus ten. Plus ten. Um I'm also going to impose a penalty on Nud since his the thing in his hands is entangled with a whip. Nud. And then yes. I'm gonna roll shitty too. <laughs> I got a degree of success. All right. I got like four degrees of failure. So nice. So I take the one degree of success plus my strength bonus plus four. So eight. All right. And that isn't you again, run them through just like you did Rolf. You just stab. But where did you hit him? Did we really need to bring that up or 47? So <laughs> 74. So I got him in the body. Oh, nice. Oh, so can I just like stab him right in the gut and then like. Pull my sword up and back like I hooked a fish. Yikes. Yeah, so you disembowel him. I'm real. He shot me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you're pretty pissed at him. To be fair, you killed our friend. (laughs) Both mine and his. Uh, So, yeah, you run this guy through and disembowel him, and he's pretty dead. So all the mutants are dead skis. And I spit on his filthy corpse. I loot this dog, man. You are a good soldier, killing everything. (laughs) (laughs) Many thanks for your assist, Carl. Now, where is Ernst, who is physic man? Wait, so I did everybody get a kill? And are going to be helped by his work. <laughs> I think it's too late for them. Yeah, <laughs> Ernst is like, no, no, thank you. You hear from the cart. <laughs> Ernst, you come bandage my arm now. Actually, I think Lucky got two kills that time, didn't you? Yeah, knife and nice drain. Way yeah. to go! So wow. didn't uh, Carl oh, that, the C did too? That guy out there, or no? Yeah, he did too. I think Carl only killed one because he got a good hit on the leader, but that didn't kill Correct. him. Right. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. All right. So you search the dog face guy. He had like a two handed sword, but like really bad quality. Okay. Like it's it's not something that looks like it was. What purchased. about like money? Uh, not on him. No, that's dumb. Um, let's go up and check the ca- other carriage wreck. Just in case there are survivors. I doubt there will be. All right, so you walk around and check out the other people from the carriage. There are quite a few dead bodies. There's a second coachman, but okay. coach woman. Oh, who's girl. laying dead next to the coach. There is also but next to that coachman. You see a strange looking device that you probably recognize similar to um, Philippe's pistol. Oh, much bigger. I'm going to pick it up. It's heavy. Okay. Uh, same thing that was leveled at you from the coach that hit Lucky. Mm. Uh, it's a blunderbuss. Oh. All right. So this was, you know, the person that rode shotgun. I guess this bus had a blunder. <laughs> <laughs> you see there's someone wearing robes and they have their head is shaved. They have like a metal torque on their head, on their around their neck. Uh, but that coachman that you're, you're checking uh, also has a sleeved male shirt on. Cool. Can I grab that too? Mm-hmm. You can start taking that off of him. Yeah. Uh, Bruno and Carl, what are you guys doing? Well, Lucky searched the dog person. Mina looked up, walked up, and was checking the other people. I'll trundle off the uh, the top of the carriage, uh, untangle my whip, and uh, <laughs> pick up the crossbow. Is it still serviceable? Yeah, it's actually not terrible. Quality. It's like common quality. It's fine. Oh, uh, it's loaded. Oh, no one be careful of that. Unload it into uh, the woods. <laughs> Every now and then you gotta unload it. Sometimes into the during woods, quarantine, you, know? you gotta find a time and <laughs> just unload it into the woods. Uh, um, I want a shirt that does says the, that. Uh, does the leader have anything else on his person uh, that would be of interest? Uh, he's got a lot of things of interest, actually. All right. Ooh, yeah. Uh, so he had that crossbow. He's yep. got a sword. 
Mm-hmm. Um, just again, just kind of common quality, not like what the other mutants had. Clearly, this guy kept the best stuff for himself. He's got a locket made of silver. Mm-hmm. Do you mm-hmm. look in the locket or just pocket it? Yeah, look in it. Sure. Pocket the locket. Um, so it has a picture of somebody and on the inside. All right. You don't recognize. Male or female? A female. Aww. Yeah, people you kill have families. <laughs> and friends. Um, there's also a kind of fancy looking ring. Mm-hmm. So kind of out of character. You could have, somebody could use Evaluate to determine how much these things might be worth. The silver locket, you know, is probably worth quite more than a piece of silver because there's a lot of silver to it. The ring is worth a fair bit as well. Think of all the food you can buy. Oh my goodness, so many pastries. Oh yes. Get those altar pastries. Uh, and then uh, no, the the scaled mutant guy that you're searching also has a little money pouch. Ooh, see how many monies are in that pouch. It's heavy. Mm. You count it quick? I do. It has... This could pay for the uh, the coach that I broke. <laughs> Misappropriated. <laughs> he had... There is an equivalent of two gold crowns. Oh, wow. Three silver and 13 pennies. All right. Fantastic. Rooms on Bruno tonight, you know? I mean, it was before too, but uh, so obviously, so you're the one searching this body. Other people are searching other things. It's up to you if you share that with the party or not. If you guys are a party yet, but yeah, that's a lot of money. Do you have, Bruno, do you have Evaluate? I do. Do you want to try that real quick? Oh, just have you do one test for the two items, the silver locket and the ring. All right. Uh, Is that just going to be at a straight roll or is that any bonus? Uh, Make it uh, easy plus or average plus 20. Okay. Uh, so I'm looking at a 31. The first one passes for the locket. I said just one for both is fine. Okay. 31 passes for both then. Nice. Uh, so the ring yeah. is really nice. Like clear. It's heavy. Clearly gold with like some kind of jewel inset in it. You figure it's probably worth three gold crowns to the right person. Oh, oh wow. Mm. And the silver locket. Again, it's more than just silver because the whole chain you figure is also pure silver mm. and the locket again to the right seller could be worth as much as a single gold crown. All right. I shall pocket these things and uh, wait for the others to come back. Uh, making guys uh, probably a Carl being like, Hey, check that out. All right. So what's Carl doing while yep. everybody's searching? Uh, Carl's going to give a uh, approving look back to Bruno, but he's also going to go check on all of the passengers for our coach, uh, kind of opening up the door to, uh, comfort them saying, excuse me, all of you. I'm so sorry that our ride has been disrupted. There's a small amount of murder in the road. Fortunately, none of none of our crew was involved in the receiving end of the murder. We're all doing good. And we're going to get to our destination very soon. Oh, there's a small amount of murder in the road. <laughs> Just a little bit. It's in the road. Yeah. All right. They are all clearly a little shaken, but obviously Philippe is worse for wear. Um, his He's very pale. He's bleeding a lot. His doublet is just covered in blood. Then fucking and he's, Ernst, get on it. He slowly crawled back into the coach and is just sitting back, probably asleep already. Like, he's he's really hurt. Good. Ernst, come on. Hey, Carl looks to Philippe. We'll get you to care soon. He just kind of nods. Mm-hmm. Poor Philippe. Uh, so, Mina, as you're searching the other bodies, why don't you make an easy plus 40 perception check? Oh, hell yeah. Made it. Three degrees of success. All right. So as you're looking around, you see there is one more body mm-hmm. just off the road. They look like they kind of ran away, tried to get away or something. And there are two crossbow bolts stuck in their back. Dang. I'm going to go over and check them. All right. They're laying on their stomach. Right. I'm going to like touch them. See if they're dead. Oh, they seem pretty dead. Yeah. Uh, Where those crossbow bolts hit, like they'd be, it'd be shocked. Shocking if they were alive. Should I pull the crossbow bolts out? I'm going to roll them over. It was you. <laughs> <laughs> it, so, it, it is um, how you say it's my face on on body. Yes. I mean, it's not your face, but you still take a step back because this person looks exactly like Carl. <gasps> that means Carl only has one other brother left. 
no. <laughs> and that's where we're gonna leave it for episode three. We'll oh, see you guys next no. time. No, no, not Carl. What's that? Carl? That was Carl with a oh. K. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>enjoyed this check out all of our other great stuff over at the network for example dropping mondays we've got the lost omens podcast our pathfinder 2e actual play podcast join us as we start off with the extinction curse and navigate the world as members of a traveling circus also on mondays at 7 p.m eastern time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network we've got oh yeah power phase a battle report stream live from bearded dragon games where we go head to head playing marvel crisis protocol every wednesday is patreon day over at patreon.com slash professional casual every week on the patreon you will get new vlogs bonus content and a whole slew of other great stuff next up on thursdays we have a grim podcast of perilous adventure our warhammer fantasy roleplay fourth edition actual play where we're playing through the enemy within widely considered one of the greatest campaigns of all time if actual plays aren't your jam for role-playing entertainment on sundays at 3 p.m eastern we have the grim stream of perilous lore where i will be streaming at our twitch talking about the lore of the old world of warhammer Every Friday, get ready, big chuckers, because Elite Eight Showdown is out both as a podcast and on YouTube, where we take a eight subject bracket that could be about anything and everything, pit them against each other and fight them to the death. And you can always hop on over to any of our social media sites and check us out there and get in touch with us if you need to. Over on Twitter, we're at Top Tier Casual. Instagram and Gmail are both The Professional Casual. And then on Facebook and our website, it's a uh, Professional Casual.